Introducing Huawei MateBook X Pro, winner of 27 global awards that now comes with Windows Hello. Unlock your Huawei MateBook X Pro with a touch of your fingerprint, secure, fast, and no password to remember. For a limited time, get a free $300 gift card with purchase. Visit a Microsoft store near you today. Technology, am I right? <laughs> Industry. <laughs> Science. No, we've done that one before. <laughs> yeah, I know. I still like it. It's still good. It's still good. Welcome to a uh, significant week, which is that it's uh, a week before WWDC, and yep. stuff actually starting to uh, happen. Things are happening. Yes, thanks. Thanks, BuzzFeed. Yeah, thanks, BuzzFeed, for blowing your embargo, because that really gave us something to talk about today. Not that we have any software that we can actually use at present. No. So we can talk about the iOS 11.4 might be out or might not be out by the time you hear yeah, this. Yeah, we could speculate. But I think it should be. I mean, I think unless something goes dramatically wrong. At time of recording, not out. Yes. It should be out. Well, no, it's supposed to be out like in, like in, less, than, in less than an hour. Basically, around the time we finish. <laughs> yes. I feel like right. we've we, we really can... positioned this show optimally to be not only <laughs> generally right before Apple releases a software update, because those often yeah. happen Tuesdays at 1 o'clock, uh, yeah. but also on the day that they usually have their financial results, therefore right, right. always making our show increasingly irrelevant. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> So that's well, good. And or or like when a, a keynote is happening. Right, right. Yeah. So we're out <laughs> so of date. We have to, so we have to move the show you know, so that we can talk about it. Our show is an allegory. Like technology, it is out of date <laughs> as soon as you hear it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> also, we lose half our value when you drive us out the lot. <laughs> is it just half? Uh, I mean, the value was not high to begin with. That's right. Um, so the deal, the deal is eleven point four brings um, the things, the things for the HomePod that were supposed to be there already, <laughs> right? Yeah, as, as yeah. announced a year ago. Just Multiple about. room audio, stereo, stereo. Well, stereo through multiple speakers, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because it's technically or each individual HomePod is already stereo. Stereo in quotes, depending on who yeah, you. Yeah, I mean, depends. Yeah. yeah, depends on your definition of stereo, but sure. Yeah, I mean, it processes but, I mean, multiple it channels it, of sound. It projects sure. it in different. I mean, it projects it in a stereo. Yeah, let's manner, put it this way: right? it's it's playing some stereo sound. Whether or not your ears hear that stereo sound is a different matter. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. When is the surround sound version of this podcast coming? If if your ears if your ears can be on either side of it. <laughs> yeah, well, hold on. You know, we've got surround sound this podcast. Watch, you can hear the sound field pan like this. <laughs> oh god, we'll I wish we had video oh, just for that. Fix that in post. Such foley. Add <laughs> add add special effect here. Uh so in addition to the HomePod update which brings long awaited features, we also have the iOS 11.4 update which brings AirPlay 2 and it seems probably messages in the cloud, both of which were also thing, you know, things like announced a long time ago. So So I I saw the BuzzFeed article just talking about AirPlay 2. The Verge um, article I'll, says messages in the cloud, though. Uh, 
So do you think they just uh, wrote it up better off whatever they got off Apple PR? also included a quote from, or at least acknowledged that they had spoken to Apple, like, because it says in there somewhere like, oh, we asked Apple if this had any, if the HomePod had any more features for something or other, and they told us no. So clearly they talked to a PR person, which means Mm. that in theory, their, their information should be good unless they, you know, really took some liberties there, which is not impossible but there has been in testing, the whole messages in the cloud thing has been in testing in several of the last betas. And I sincerely bet that two things are happening here. One, Apple really wants to get that feature out before WWDC because they don't want to mm-hmm. have to go into the keynote talking about things that they don't have from a year ago. And they also, I mean, sort of connected to that, they really want to get it in iOS 11. And this is probably the last iOS 11 major release. So both of those things sort of timing comparisons, you know. I hope that it works completely flawlessly and it isn't <laughs> hanging over the keynote in a week's time. Yeah, well, uh, next week. When, when all our all our messages vanish. Yeah, next week, none of us will. <laughs> we've decided you, you focus too much on these ephemeral, you know, mm. temporary messages things. It's just better if they're gone. It frees you. Simplifying your digital life. That's the Apple way. I wouldn't mind if some of my messages went away. <laughs> <laughs> the ones telling you to do this show. <laughs> <laughs> the ones that the ones that you and Lex send me at like <laughs> five o'clock in the morning. Uh, well, you know, it, it's much like the ones I get saying we've lost Lex again. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we don't know where he was. It wasn't our turn to watch him. He just wandered off. I'm going to install a GPS tracker on him. Mm. You need those child safety locks uh, <laughs> so he can't get out. <laughs> one of those one of those leash that, leashes that they have for kids yeah he's, <laughs> he's gonna make a joke about him being tied up next to berlanti but that's the wrong show <laughs> you're, 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 you're crossing the streams crossing the streams so we've got message in the cloud we got airplay Two. do either of you i mean you guys well john you don't have a home pod james i forget nope. do you have one i do not have a home pod okay. i'm still anti large microphones Fair. in your okay. house but airplay 2 then doesn't seem like it has a lot of impact for either of you. No, because I don't no. think I have literally any hardware no. that can play it. So, no. Um, I mean, I, I'm, I'm still vaguely tempted by a HomePod, but, you know, the honest truth is I don't listen to much music that's not through headphones because I don't want to inflict it on everybody else in the the apartment. And, that's the fun uh, of it, though. <laughs> <laughs> and, and kind of the same mm. for pod, podcasts as well. Well, that, don't do that. That, that seems bad. <laughs> good thing to say on a podcast at least musical people have talent is all i'm saying mm-hmm. <laughs> well i'm intrigued because i don't think the airplay 2 thing has an immediate impact on me because i only have the one home pod so i don't have the stereo pairing thing there is support coming in sonos but it's not coming to the play ones which are all i have uh although it sounds like they've done some weird bridging thing where if you have one device one sonos device that supports airplay 2 it can bridge it over to other Sonos devices, which in, don't inherently support AirPlay 2. Um, so, which has sort of reinvigorated my idea of getting a Sonos 1 for my kitchen and replacing the Echo that's in there because it's apparently just as good. And then it would link in with all my Sonos stuff. But I'm afraid my girlfriend would object to that because she really likes the old Echo. And when I tried to put the Echo show in there for a while, she got very angry at it. <laughs> we have in our house, we refer to the good, the good, I can't say the name, but the good one and the bad one. <laughs> there's a lot of conflict hmm we did i guess last week we didn't talk about the um the whole issue with the 
the Alexa, did we? Oh, did I said the word, damn. Son of a, well, I didn't say it because then they would listen to me. I'll just I'll talk on the podcast. Uh, the the quote-unquote eavesdropping thing. Yeah, which was not technically, I mean, you know. Yeah, I it mean. Was, it, it was, they had turned on um, like voice notes or voice messages. So basically there's a feature, as in the same way with it, in iOS, you know, when you can send like a voice snippet to somebody rather than sending a text message. Yeah, there's a feature like that where you can send a voice message to someone who is in your contacts and it should require several degrees of like acknowledgement. And it's one of those weird things where it's basically what it sounds like is it got enough false positives to to interpret it as send this this voice snippet to this person in your contacts list, which is a bug. I mean, this clearly should be much better about that. They claim they didn't hear any confirmation. There's a couple reasons that could be. Could be the volume was turned down. Could be another device in the household picked it up because I've noticed that sometimes where the wrong echo will respond because I have two within like hearing distance of the living room and the wrong one will pick up the request. So none of this is impossible. None of it is the uh, the part I objected to mostly was that everybody like the people reporting this story is we've been hacked. It sent like a conversation to some totally random person. No, none of that is true. It sent it to yeah. a person in their contact list. It was a feature that is explicitly described. It should not have worked in that way, but I kind of envisioned it a little bit like, oh no, my cat walked over my keyboard and pressed the exact right combination of keys to erase everything. Okay, <laughs> that's not how that feature is supposed to work, and it's an extremely low chance that it would happen in, in like exactly that sequence. But I mean, that's not really the computer maker's fault. <laughs> I mean, I, th- I think with this, that if you've got enough of these devices around, you're going to get some edge cases where stuff goes completely wrong. Um, and, you know, if the thing is listening out and it's like, are you sure you really want me to do this? And then it hears some other noise. It's probably going to think, well, that sounded more like a yes than a no. So, but it's not great. It's not, it's a, I think it's more a PR problem than a, than a massive technical hole. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, and there's some things in here that Amazon definitely needs to fix. Um, most importantly, I think the fact that you can't get turning off the communication feature, it's disableable if you have the sort of parental restrictions on, but not if you don't. Like, in order mm. to turn it off, you have to, like, call, literally call them, which is yeah. wow. freaking ridiculous. <laughs> that is insane. I don't understand why that, like, there's literally a switch in there, and it's just like, oh, you can't turn this off unless you've got the parental restrictions on. I'm like, that makes no sense. Why did you put a switch in here that I can't use? Yeah. So can I get my Google Duplex to phone them up and turn it off? <laughs> That's a really good use for it. Yeah. Can you just turn on the uh, parental restrictions? I guess I, I mean, haven't. Why? I haven't done it, but as, uh, presumably you could. In the same way that I used to do that for some iOS things when I wanted to disable certain features, right? Like there are certain features in iOS yeah. that you can't disable unless you turn on parental restrictions. Yeah. But. They well, it's like if you have a kid who, who, if you have a kid who you ever possibly might hand your phone to for any reason whatsoever, <laughs> you put <laughs> you put the parental controls on everything. Because the first <laughs> thing that he would do is it when he got my phone is he would go into the parental controls and set his own password, <laughs> <laughs> and then I am locked out of the parental controls. Well, stop, stop raising a super hacker, dude. <laughs> yeah, well, that's yeah, that's that's your problem there. An evil genius. I'm raising an evil genius. The problem is calling it parental controls because it's clearly for controlling <laughs> right, it's, your right, parents. It's a red flag. It's like every kid. Yeah, that's that'll do it right there. 
there was something else that popped up on my radar that I wanted to get your takes on, and that was it, at the end of last week, there was this story about this quote-unquote other device codenamed Star uh, that was oh, making yeah. the rounds. Yeah. And it was a little weird because it started off as this report with, was it 9 to 5? Somebody, yeah. I, th- I think it was 9 to 5 Mac reported, like, this is weird because it supports both EFI, which is sort of the Mac firmware, as well as... Uh, what was the other a touch? It has like a touch display. It's got a SIM slot, etc., etc., etc. Seems like this could be some weird uh, ARM-based Mac or hybrid device. It seems like it's a totally different device family. Mark Gurman from Bloomberg then chimed in and, and tried to throw cold water on all of it, saying he thought it was just the new low-cost, a new low-cost iPhone. Um, and now there's just like a lot of weird. Nobody knows exactly what this thing is. Is it boring or is it something that's actually interesting? I I like the fact, well, the, the fact that it's got a name and that kind of vaguely is reminiscent of the Xerox star yeah. makes people go, oh, this could be something exciting and new and interesting and, you know, the entire future of Apple's tech platforms. So I can see why it's a story. I mean, I think it's quite likely that there will be some consolidated device down the road. But, you know, is it down the road like next year or two years or five years or something? Um, Because there's, you know, this kind of falls into the same narrative as all the Marzipan stuff. Yeah. Uh, Mm -hmm. And is, you know, is there some grand unification project going on inside Apple that we're not going to see the fruits of for, you know, N years? Uh, but little bits are, are are coming out now, which is what I, that's my guess of it. So it sounds like we might have something exciting to talk about in a couple of years, but I kind of don't think we're going to, it's not like uh, Tim is going to get up on stage uh, at the keynote next week and pull a, pull a sheet off something and say, you know, here's the next 10 years of Apple. Well, now I'm checked out. Now I'm checked out. Thanks, thanks yeah. for that. Well, we'll be back in a couple of years when that happens. <laughs> Well, I, I mean, I was thinking about this, and I don't honestly know what is going to get announced at the keynote. I mean, usually we go into these things with a certain degree of rumors or, or whatever. I mean, there might be hardware and stuff like that. But um, in terms of like big picture software stuff, I have no idea. Which yeah. is why you get me on these podcasts. <laughs> it's your insight. It's mainly your insight. Yeah, it's my insight of knowing nothing. Nobody knows why um, I'm on it. <laughs> Uh, blackmail material, I think mainly. <laughs> I think that's think that's what it is. Yeah, I don't. There's been stuff that they sort of broadly been hinted, but there have been at least you know as of as of our recording, uh, there have been no leaks of information. So it seems like I I have no yeah I also have no idea what to expect here. It seems like if there are no you know with the dearth of leaks that this will be a hardware light event. The only thing that I have a question in, in that department is uh, laptops, because it does, there have been some indications that inventory on laptops is low, therefore potentially signaling some sort of update to the, the MacBook pro line, probably. Uh, and it's also obviously an area that has come under a lot of scrutiny recently with uh, the keyboard problems and the like. So it wouldn't surprise me if they were, to announce some update. I don't think it would necessarily be a big one. It might just be a, you know, a speed bump or something, but that's the sort of one area that I wonder if there's there is something coming. Maybe, you know, they've just extended the touch bar down to fill the entire 
uh, keyboard area. And, you know. <laughs> How do you like them apples? I keep thinking. You complain about the keyboards? Fine. We've taken them all away. I keep thinking that's coming at some point. You know, like like 10 years from now, that's what it's going to be like. And we're all just going to hit so much. <laughs> Two years. Um, Two years, you think? Maybe. Uh, who knows? Um, <laughs> you know, if you, if you, if you're somebody like, you know, Jason Snell or whatever, I'm sure they'll sell you a physical keyboard for the, the dinosaurs, uh, but it will be all, all glass. Uh, it's very come hurtful. 2020. Very hurtful, um, James. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, I don't know because like the... I mean, I can see why they got the, or we are assuming 11.4 is out now, um, now by the time you're listening to this, and the HomePod stuff and iMessages in the cloud out. But, so that's stuff that's not going to be on stage right. uh, next week. So are they clearing the schedule out because they've yeah. got so much to talk about? Um, or are we going to get like an hour and a half about, you know, Steven Spielberg's TV show or something like that? <laughs> I, I wouldn't expect anything on entertainment side to debut. It's first of all, it's not ready, and second of all, it's totally the wrong venue. Um, I I think that's, I agree. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, not to say they couldn't do it if they just felt like, oh, you know what? Let's just really talk about this. Um, carpool karaoke, an hour and a half of carpool karaoke. Yeah. <laughs> Got it. No, I, I think. Why? Why are you? Are you guys trying to kill my buzz? <laughs> <laughs> do you have a buzz what are you buzzed about what are you <laughs> see what we're doing we're, we're trying to lower your expectations so you're going to go into this and you're going to be excited for it much like solo <laughs> stay okay. away from that one uh <laughs> oh um yeah i don't know i mean i don't know I, there's a bunch of stuff i'd like to see but what's it's tricky because, you know, these HomePod advancements, this is several months after the HomePods come out, and these things are, you know, kind of late features. The messages in the cloud and AirPlay 2 are also pretty late. Um, I, I think they'll get acknowledgments on screen, like, we just shipped a brand, you know, our latest update to 11.4, and it includes this and this. But, you know, as for what's in iOS 12 or 10.14, uh, I feel like it's pretty up in the air. Like, I mean... Uh, it doesn't seem i haven't seen anything conclusive about any of that i've seen some suggestions no, of like notifications getting a revamp um but i really haven't seen that much else yeah i mean the, there was there was a lot of marzipan talk and then i think john gruber had a post where it sounded like somebody had said no we're not gonna have that in his ear and he said that was not coming so yeah the, i mean the, of the sort of there were a lot of rumors of things like a revamped home screen that wasn't going to make it. Right. And, you know, it, it was basically a list of what we weren't going to get rather than what we were going to get. And I think partially there's all this stuff I'm sure we've talked about before about them moving to a two-year cycle on some features um, or, you know, basically rather than doing what they just did and say, yeah, we're going to have airplay 2 and all the iMessages in the cloud and then not actually shipping it for nearly you know an entire calendar year mm -hmm. um i think they're probably I, i've got to imagine that they're gonna not fall into that trap again and stand up there on Just stage gonna... and say yeah we've got this you know fabulous new ar glasses and they're gonna be out next week <laughs> actually you know they'll be yeah, that i don't and yeah i'm sure that's not gonna happen um <laughs> 
Hey guys, as long as we're talking about technology, I want to tell you about one of today's sponsors. Introducing Huawei MateBook X Pro, winner of 27 awards at Mobile World Congress, including Best of Show Laptop, Best Innovation, Best Design, Editor's Choice, and Reader's Choice. With Windows Hello, you can unlock your Huawei MateBook X Pro with a touch of your fingerprint. Secure, fast, and no password to remember. Huawei MateBook X Pro, now available at Microsoft Stores, Amazon, and Newegg.com. For a limited time, get a free $300 gift card with purchase. Visit a Microsoft store near you today. Um, speaking of the whole like um, uh, merge platform thing that we were talking about before, there was another story that also landed earlier, let's see, yesterday, today, uh, that said basically that um, Pegatron, which is like a manufacturer, you know, a final assembly guys, are um, in theory producing an ARM-based Mac. So there's another few like log you can throw onto the fire that at some point, I, I, to me, an ARM-based Mac seems like an inevitability. Like I think it's going to happen. I absolutely think it's going to happen, and I'm I'm still I say this every time. You know the the Mac Pro uh, ARM-based, but the I can't see them. I mean, they could. He, Tim could stand up on stage and say, you know. Uh, we've added all these ARM compilers into Xcode, and perhaps you might want to check that your code compiles on it. <laughs> wink, wink. But I don't see them sort of getting up and saying, you know, ARM, ARM Macs coming, you know, later this year or something. And certainly, I mean, they might do a, they might sort of uh, be open about it and say, and we're going to have a developer transition hardware like we did uh, with the Intel yeah. stuff. Right, and, and this would be a good forum for doing that. Uh, it's right. just a question is whether their plans are sufficiently advanced for them right. to I mean, is there, make that. Yeah. It has to be some sort of heads up, right? Like, I yeah, mean, exactly. That's what I was going to say. Because I mean, that's that's how they did it the last time, right? They announced it beforehand, and yeah. uh, and then the hardware shipped later. Yeah, and we got these really nice. Um, it was like a G five case with an Intel thing in mm-hmm. it as a developer, uh, and. The first thing I did with it was I installed Windows and Half-Life 2 and played Half-Life 2 on it. Um, Probably didn't violate any terms or anything, right? No, but I did use it. I did use it. But then we had to send them back at the end of the period. And I was like, oh, sadness. But then they all gave us a free Intel iMac. Wow. So that was Something tells me that is not going to happen this time. No, (laughs) I think it will be, you know, uh, they ship tomorrow, submit your apps now, Good well, luck. I mean, I think also the scale has changed measurably in the last decade in terms for of... The, for the size of the Mac? Uh, probably a little bit. I mean, the Mac shipments, I think, are probably... They've been pretty steady for a while. Like, I don't say... It certainly hasn't gone up as as hugely as, you know, you look at the iPhone iOS adoption curve. But I have to imagine there's more Mac developers now than there were 10 years ago. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Yeah. Um I mean, I think it's fairly safe to say that the amount of iOS developers has increased a lot. In yeah, 10 years. I, I'm going to give you but, that one. <laughs> yes, um, <laughs> it would be nice if they did do something, but I mean, they might have, you know, they might have some kind of Rosetta or reverse Rosetta type technology. You know, who knows? I, and the thing is, these days, compiling stuff for ARM, it wouldn't be a huge deal for most people. Because a lot of people don't write in pure assembly or anything like that anymore. You know, if you're writing in, you know, Swift or even Objective-C, it's most of the time it's just, you know, 
hit compile and it works. Right. So, so I mean, you've already got a translation happening there as it is. Mm. I mean, you were about to tell us about the technical details. Yes. Here, here you go. Here's all the things. <laughs> no, I mean, but like, you know, you're, when you're writing in a programming language as it is already, it's already sort of an abstraction away from what's yes. running on the hardware. So no, the, that's true. the yes. question is how many different layers do you have there? And certainly we've seen in the past that Apple's enabled translation layers that uh, let you run software with, I mean, even in the um, Rosetta, God, I'm getting my translation layers all jumbled up because it's been <laughs> so good. Yeah, old. it's been a while. Uh, but even when, in, once you've seen more than one uh, process tra- of transition. transition, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, even there, like mostly there were not like heavy performance hits on most common software, right? Like, sure, games or something like you know pro level software, you probably yeah, want to adapt as soon as possible, but like. A lot of stuff was was pretty much. It's a little slower, but you're not really going to notice. Yeah, and I, I I could see them doing a much a much more rapid uh, switch over, but yeah, it's just a question of whether they've got enough that they could stand up on stage in a week from now and say, "Yeah, we're going to do this." And if I had to put money on it, I would say probably not this year, but maybe next year. Yeah, that seems okay. likely. But yeah, again, it just leaves the hole of what are they going to talk about? You know, if this is a a feature light release on all the platforms, because you know we're doubling down on stability and blah 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 blah. You know, they, there's not that much that they can talk about. <laughs> yeah, so uh, it's an hour and a half concert. Um, <laughs> a lot of good In- musical acts. Introducing Will I Am. <laughs> Uh, there's somebody there's been a lot of privacy stuff that they've been talking about recently and and emphasizing and things that tim cook says wherever he goes he talks about that kind of thing so well i mean all the all the recent dialogues that have started popping up in the os's about privacy is all related to the gdpr stuff and there was some i think it was on the apple tv uh like you fired up the store and it tried to present one of these dialogues and couldn't load the resources or something. So every string just had the word uh, GDPR in it. So it's clear <laughs> that this this stuff was done with GDPR in mind. I mean, I should point out, now you're talking to somebody in the EU, you need to accept my updated privacy policy uh, before we can get to it. You're gone. <laughs> Too much overhead. So I think I think what he, he's gonna he's gonna read the policy up on the stage is what he's gonna do. <laughs> yeah. Yes, that's right. That's the first twenty minutes of this is him just mm-hmm. like reading the privacy policy and getting everybody to pull out their phones <laughs> and click accept. They have they're gonna have to do it anyway. You might as well yeah. all get it done right there. <laughs> yeah. Um. I mean, yeah, there could be there could be privacy stuff that would be a good focus. You know, kind of they can get some digs in on uh, other companies. It's just uh, one of those things. It's not. It's not interesting to talk about. Yeah, like, I mean, it's, it's not, not a good. Right. It's not a good feature to like hang your your presentation on. It's like, well, no. I mean, no. Last time they hung most of the presentations on drug references. So, <laughs> <laughs> are you talking about HealthKit or something? I'm not sure. What no, you're talking about. I was talking about the High Sierra. Yeah, stuff there was. The, there, there were oh, a couple with yeah. the extended. Oh, that, oh really? Yes. Uh, Anybody want to put some money down on what 10.14 is called? Sonoma. Oh, there's the. He just came right out with that. Yeah, that seems uh, that you said that you said that with authority. Yeah, I I mean, who knows? 
Um, I think there were some trademark registrations or something, and that was one of them. Yeah, and there, I think there was a list of about four or five, and and to me, Sonoma sounded about right. Like I could think, yeah, yeah, I just installed Sonoma. That sounds about right. Okay. Yeah, well, I was trying to look for what I was trying to think about was whether there was something similar like the pattern, right? Because we had we had uh, Yosemite, and then we had El Capitan, which is a mountain inside Yosemite. Then we had Sierra and High Sierra, right, which is another mountain in mm-hmm. the Sierra Range, right? So, like, I was trying to look at those lists and think: is there something inside any of these that could be like more specific when they roll out next year's update? <laughs> and then the answer was: I don't know enough about California. Yeah, I think I would say the same. I mean, what are you going to call it? A small pebble next to a lake, next mm. to a well. It's yeah, like you know. this year's is Sonoma, and next year's is like vineyard, you know, like specific vineyard <laughs> in Sonoma. Uh, um, I, I have no idea. And if this is like a, a snow leopard type update of, you know, mostly buck fixes, surely it should be some uh, play on High Sierra again or something. High, High but, Sierra. Yeah. <laughs> Highest Sierra. <laughs> Tip of the Sierras to you. <laughs> I think you're too. mixing your cultures. Nobody lets me name anything. <laughs> Uh, no, we know why. <laughs> There's yeah. a good reason for that. Good yeah. reason. Um, so yeah, I I, w- I would put a good dollar on Sonoma. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we have important bets. So okay. Yeah. Uh, All right. Well, I mean, it, like all the other podcasts, they've got their gimmicks of you know they've got their WWDC drafts and stuff. I think we should have actual cash money bets on we, things. Here's the thing: we do. We just always forget to collect on them because we don't keep track. Well, this is true. Yeah, we can't. Yeah, true. Well, I will see you next week. So That's Dan. true. Yeah, didn't you? Didn't we make a bet for like ten pounds at some point? See, this is yeah, all... we 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 did, but I think that was about Gotham. Oh, that was so about Gotham. So Te- I don't think that counts. <laughs> technically, I believe I've won that though. Well, Different technically, show. did you? Did you? Yeah. <laughs> we really should have put an end date on that. <laughs> it got another half bets. season. So. Those open-ended bets are the ones that really get me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Really. <laughs> Well, when the show finishes, you can collect or not collect. Excellent. That's what I'm looking for. Hey, speaking of collecting. Yeah. I want to ask our uh, our listeners something. When do you want to start paying less interest on your credit card debt? Right now. How about today? Yes. Well, yeah. Well, you should. And so this is something that I did a while back. Um, and I had always been kind of afraid of it because I thought, I don't know. I thought, well, I've got this credit card debt and, uh, you know, what, what am I going to do about this? And I was just like, I think I was, I was struck with fear about what to do about it. Like thinking that this like debt consolidation was not was like a scam or something i didn't like i had heard about it but it never but it was it was exactly what i needed to do and um it's actually it's the right thing to do because you take all your credit card debt and you put it on um a loan that is a lower interest rate than what you're paying on the on the credit card which is you know those are always quite high so uh how about today with a credit card consolidation loan from lightstream lightstream rewards consumers who have good credit with a great interest rate and no fees, get a credit card consolidation loan from 5.49% APR with AutoPay. You could save thousands of dollars in interest. A- application is 100% online, and um, I've uh, I 
did not go as far as to actually get the loan, but I tried out the application process and it's, it's quite easy, very easy to understand. You can even get your funds as soon as today. So our listeners get an additional interest rate discount on top of Lightstream's already low rates. The only way to get the discount is to go to lightstream.com slash rebound. That's L-I-G-H-T-S-T-R-E-A-M dot com slash rebound. And uh, now the, uh, now the, um, the financial disclaimer, subject to credit approval, rate includes 0.50 auto pay discount available only when you select auto pay prior to loan funding. Terms and conditions apply and offers are subject to change without notice. Visit lightstream.com for important information about limits on Lightstream loans and same day funding. But anyway, as far as that process goes, having been someone who has been through that before, it's a it's definitely the way to go if you have credit card debt. That's from me to you. Thanks, John. Sure. Um, so any other technology uh news in advance of WWDC? Any other any other speculation? Um, well, I mean, one thing that would be nice, uh, you know, if Tim Cook got on stage and said, uh, we're increasing the developer cut to 85% up from 70%, you know, he could just do that, walk on stage, drop the mic, walk off. Snap his fingers, uh, Thanos style. Yeah. Mm. Uh, <laughs> Half the developers. Like no, 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 no. Spoiler. That's been out for like uh, a month. It's fine. <laughs> that, that would be an interesting approach to uh, getting new blood into the development community but uh getting rid of old blood anyway that's true yeah you go into the special room um yeah yeah that would that would be good but i don't think that's gonna happen i don't think it's gonna happen i think microsoft just did that but you know nobody's making uh apps for microsoft stores so it's it's easy to lower your percentage when yeah when if you're in an underdog position microsoft tends to be very progressive about stuff as they are like with the- i also gotta think the competition angle on that doesn't work so well right it's because like oh come over to our platform write apps for us and we'll pay you more and the answer is but you have there are fewer customers <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or- and the customers there don't pay as much I'm right. just like, well, there was a, somebody was tweeting something today about the the difference between um uh google, the google play store and ios uh, the, the app store and it's still um and actually i think it's even expanded even more it was um at least you make you make like twice as more on the app store yeah i mean so it's not a matter of necessarily having fewer users right because both of those platforms are probably larger yeah. than no this is this is net okay so this is net money, revenue per but, download yeah, exactly net revenue so per download your your net income is going to be lower because there's fewer paying actually, customers so, so it was it was like twice as much in 2014 and it's now four times as much interesting yeah and moreover most of the people who write software for mac os or ios aren't in it because they're like oh i'll just you know go with whatever platform makes me the most money right like no that's generally not why most of them are there right they're there for because they like the platforms in addition to having it be a viable market well okay how about if you've had an app on the store since day one 10 years ago you get more money i I like that one (laughs) (laughs) if you have an app that has a secret racing game in it (laughs) yes you you automatically get all the money (laughs) all of the money And you're on the front page of the store forever. <laughs> <laughs> well, these are um, these are getting very specific. I mean, they're getting oddly specific. I, I like the yeah, idea well, that James has a genie that he is making. He's like carefully constructing his wishes. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, oh, I, I've got a, 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 a update of sorts. Um, I think 
on a previous podcast, I was uh, saying bad things about the Oculus Go um, and saying that I would never under any circumstance buy one. Uh, <laughs> so I bought one. You owe us, ten, you owe us each 10 pounds. <laughs> Probably. I'm collecting um, next week. <laughs> yeah, we'll see what my pound is worth by then. Um, <laughs> The, it's interesting. I mean, I was not expecting too much and it's like 200 quid. Um, I'm not sure the dollar price, but it's probably $200, uh, for the, the entry level one. And the, the screen on it, like the, the sort of lens screen combo is probably a lot, it seems a lot better than the PlayStation VR that I'm used to. Mm. Uh, but it, you know, once you start getting into 3d graphics, it's really clear. It's, you know, sort of phone level, um, uh, GPU in that thing, so it can't really do very much. But there's some stuff that's that's interesting. But the the thing is, there's a lot of sections in it where it's like, wouldn't you really like to link your Facebook account at this point? And you know, you you want to be social, don't Ugh. you? And it's like, yeah, I want to be social by strapping on a VR headset and cutting myself <laughs> off from the rest of the world. That's exactly why I'm doing it. <laughs> <laughs> what other obvious thing could I do? More obvious thing could I do than putting a headset on? Um, but I mean, there's like, there is stuff that you could, like, if I knew anybody else in the entire world that actually owned one, which I do not, um, we could sit and play virtual chess in a little apartment Ooh. and things like that. Ooh. Um, um, but, looks like they start at 200 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. I, and it, um, it's, it's a 32, 32 gigabyte model. Um, I bought the 64. Um, so, it, yeah, it's so a 250 for that. Yeah, it's a fun little device that gives you a sort of little taste of VR. And it's a hell of a lot better than the sort of Google uh, Glass style oh, the, things, you yeah. know. Right. Well, the Google's got its own mm. ones too, right? Like it's. Well, yeah, the, there's. Yes, it's got its. What's it? Is it Daydream? Daydream, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, and I've not tried those. But, you know, this was better than I expected, but just has me highly suspect of, of some of its uh, social functions. Mm. Right. Well, I mean, you know, yeah. VR is something I'm, I, I've used it a little bit and I've, I am, I've been impressed by it, like in certain applications uh, in gaming. Um, I don't have, there's not like a consumer level solution that to me seems like a really attractive option in main part because mm. my main gaming is done on an Xbox and there really isn't any VR stuff that work that like Microsoft has not really pushed into the VR space on the console. They do have the HoloLens on the more of like the Windows side, but I'm kind of curious to see if they're going to, because you know, obviously Sony went in with the, the PSVR and kind of pushed hard on it, but I think it's been, I mean, you have one. I don't I, know what the adoption on that is, but my feeling is like it's th- good, but not great i th- yeah i mean there's a there's enough software i see coming out for it that you know all the developers haven't been bankrupted yet so um, <laughs> there must be yeah. some people uh, i mean uh, microsoft have got their windows mixed reality headsets right. and i think there's a whole bunch of them came out in the last couple of months and they're supposed to be interesting and they're more around the 400 dollar range um but you know, we've got E3 coming up very right, fast as right. well. So Microsoft could potentially announce some uh, uh, tie-up with those headsets. But um, what I like about the, 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 the Go is that it's a self-contained device. So you, right. know, you 
there's not like the multi-stage switching on PlayStation, switching on other things, untangling all the cables. And Plus buying so, all the multiple stuff, right? Where it's like, yeah, oh, yeah, I, yeah. you know, because I thought at one point like, oh man, I really like, I'd like, there's like a game or two I want to play on PSVR. And I thought to myself, but then I have to buy a PlayStation and the PSVR right? <laughs> and yeah. like make all that work. And I already have an Xbox. And I was like, oh, it's too much, right? It's like too much to invest in an entirely separate game device for me just to have access to that. So yeah. that had like the platform buy-in is an issue. But um the thing is that the the these are not powerful devices. So you're not gonna get, I think, anything close to what you would get out of a right. PlayStation VR or a Vive or anything like that. Right. Um the question is I, if that's I, what people are looking for or not. Well, I yeah, that is a good question. And you know, I, I looked at some three D YouTube stuff and things like that. It, you know, it gives you some of the VR experience. The main thing that it doesn't do, which is really annoying, is it doesn't have the six degrees of freedom. Mm. So if you sort of move your head forward to look at something, the world just sort of moves in a weird way. <laughs> and it's like, okay, that that's that's bad. But, that, but then the PlayStation VR tracking is so bad. Uh, when you're trying to move around the room and stuff and it frequently your hands drift off in opposite directions um <laughs> yeah they're, they're not quite there yet but uh, i'm I, freaking out it, so what you're saying is the cheaper way is just have an acid trip <laughs> yeah right exactly yes um you put a bag over your head i'll take, stick uh, with the good old-fashioned acid trip thank you very much <laughs> um yeah mac os 10 acid trip coming uh <laughs> next week. thanks craig <laughs> Mac OS ten Burning Man. <laughs> <laughs> that actually works. Actually yeah. works. The other thing that we that has been speculated might get announced that WWDC was something to do with um our our old hobby horse. Did we talk about this last week? Which was um storage tiers. Oh no, we didn't because they made that change. I think after the show. Yeah. Last week, Apple's now giving out, I believe, a free month like of upgrade in cloud storage. Right. So, you, and which I don't really, I don't quite get that how that works, but um, I think because I, what, people, I mean, like, if you use up the extra space and then you you don't sign up, you're just gonna lose all. <laughs> then they delete your backups. Yeah, this is why I seriously I raised anybody who was like, "This is a great, this is a great opportunity," and I was like, "Really? Because yeah, how? how is that a great?" That just seems I mean, like so, a- so my yeah I mean so my expectation was maybe I mean well my thought was maybe that what they would do is we're giving you that free month so that you can get in on it now and then when WWDC rolls around you're gonna get it for free. Yeah, yes, that seems convoluted. I don't yeah. see them doing that. I mean the, I mean part of the problem is you know it's what five gig now for the yeah. the free stuff. You know even making that ten gig that's like five gigabytes times whatever the number of active ios devices out there are or active users i mean you're talking you know was it 500 million a billion something well, like supposedly, that supposedly supposedly it's like a billion i mean but you know i don't think well, let, let's say conservatively it's it's five hundred thousand. you know five hundred thousand yeah. times five gigabytes five hundred million <laughs> Oh god, million. I don't know. Yeah, scale don't talk to me about million. Don't million. talk to me about numbers. Um <laughs> All right, pull out your calculator. I'm sure you have one there somewhere. No, no, no. I I am a game developer. All um, abacus. <laughs> I don't start I nearly did do that for April Fool's Day and then I decided, no, this is a colossal waste of my time. Um, <laughs> Back to game development. Yes. Um yes, sorry, five hundred million. Um you know, that's a lot of storage that you have to make sure that you can roll 
out across all your data centers. Um, which is why I think they haven't said, you know, oh, everybody gets a uh, hundred gigabytes or something like that. Cause you know, I think the, the number of that's starting to get close to, you know, the number of hard drives on the planet that you need to have spinning. Um, so I, it would be nice, but you know, if, if even if they just go from five to 10, is that going to make a huge difference to people? It might for some, I mean, yeah, I don't know at this point, five gigs seems still on the stingy side if they can afford to give i mean the fact that they charge a dollar a month right for the next jump and the next jump is considerable um Mm. is what makes me question like yeah okay that's a lot of info as like we just said if it were like let's say of that 500 million people if 200 million are paying you know for it for the next storage tier then they're making 200 million dollars a month (laughs) which is not nothing (laughs) Um, and certainly would explain the, the boost in the, in the, uh, in the services department. I think my biggest complaint with this has always been, it feels cheap and that's never a feeling that Apple uh, really wants yeah. to go for. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that, and that's sort of where I come into it. Honestly, I feel like from a user experience standpoint where Apple's like, we really believe in in having our customer, you know, making products that delight our customers. The idea of running out of storage is antithetical to that. <laughs> and the idea of charging, frankly, a nickel and diming amount to get to a usable amount of storage is even more antithetical to that whole idea of really like providing a delightful experience for your customers. Uh, so I guess that's, you know, I understand they're a, they're a company, they want to make money. That's fine. But Again, you know, predominantly in the past, all of these ancillary businesses have been about driving hardware sales. You've already got the hardware sale at that point. Now it just feels like you're trying to squeeze something out of it. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, but I can see why they're not giving it away for free. Yes. I think it's tough. I, they could probably increase the storage available for the paid plans, you know, to try and encourage people to do those. Uh, but yeah, the one dollar thing—just get rid of it, or you know, give people that for free, or get rid of it. Or that's the same thing. Anyway, yes, <laughs> <laughs> that's where we're taking our stand. <laughs> yes, um, I can tell you, eleven point four is not out yet, as I just checked on my phone. Yeah, I it's tried to download the HomePod. I tried to download the HomePod. Eight more minutes it didn't happen. We're staying on the line. We've got to stay here. We stay here for eight <laughs> no, minutes. No. And then, then I'll update my phone live and give you like running commentary on nope. each stage. That's podcast gold. It's authentic. <laughs> I'll uh, run out and buy an Oculus Go and then, you know, we can do it over VR. Yeah, you guys can yeah. play some chess and talk about your iOS updates. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll put them on and then I'll say, actually, I don't know how to play chess. Um, <laughs> can you teach me? <laughs> That sounds terrible. I'm never buying one of these. <laughs> it's the worst ad for Oculus Go ever. Yeah. And they got it for free. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't buy one. Um. <laughs> That's actually the worst. Ooh, wow, that was a quick turnaround there. The Rebound is brought to you by Udemy, the largest marketplace for online learning. Want to expand your potential? With over 65,000 courses starting at just $11.99, Udemy can help you develop your skills and discover new passions. Students around the world have used Udemy to get ahead and even switch careers. Visit ude.my rebound or download the Udemy app to learn anytime, anywhere. 
Thanks for tuning in. That was my radio voice. <laughs> <laughs> that was my Lex impression. Can nice. you do a financial disclaimer in that voice? Uh, yeah.